I had to pick between you and a sour double decker sauerkraut sandwich, <laughs> you start something, like, just I don't, taking. If I had to choose between you and a double decker sauerkraut toadstool sandwich, I'd take the double decker see, toadstool and a sandwich. I'll take the seasick crocodile that's wrong first. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros. From Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweet. Hi, everyone. From Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And from King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, you can have his shine, he'll give you the light. Double cup, deuce, four, six, just mix it in Sprite, it's Mr. Tim Hansen. Boop, 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 boop. Words would be helpful at this, at this point. <laughs> now, what are words? For audio. Nah. Fuck words. words. No, no, just a little dance is all we need. Yeah, we just do a little do 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 do. Yeah, yep. one day when we finally do that live stream we've been talking about for three and a half years, uh, then we can get that going. Yeah, nah, well, guys, let's, let's we'll wait until we hit five, five and a half years, <laughs> yeah. five years. But finally, it'll be seven years since we started the show, five years since we first suggested doing video, and now here we go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a seven and a half year anniversary. You know what time it is. What time is it? Game time. Whoop. Welcome <laughs> to the award-winning Brose podcast available on all major podcasting platforms. If you've listened to our show before, you know by now that the premise is very simple. We're four bros. In each episode, we bring a question to the table that we want to discuss with our bros. It could be about anything. It could be about current events, pop culture, would you rathers, deep psychological questions. It could be about life, the universe, or anything. But whatever we answer and whatever we ask, we consider it with a glass of wine and a touch of mirth. But we want your questions as well. And we got a few listener questions to go over this session. And if you Ooh. want to be a listener who wants their question answered on the air, you've got to email it to us, brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. But first, of course, we've got to discuss what we are drinking. Sean O'Brien, let's start with you just because I, I wanted to. I wanted to. What's going on, buddy? How you doing? What are you drinking? It's So it's my birthday session this session. Woo! Woo! Big old three five. The big uh, four oh. Oh, sorry, three five. Three five. Yeah, he can't be older than Jake. Yeah, no, it's because uh, it, it was just Jake's forty. He can't not... be older than Jake. Yes. <laughs> uh, and I'm drinking uh, Summer Love, uh, Gold Nail by Victory because I had it in my fridge. <laughs> and it is. I mean, it's not the time, but man, it is very pleasant. It's just a nice ale, nothing crazy, just kind of real down the middle. And I'm, but I'm digging it. Now, bring new listeners up to speed. The idea is that we normally drink wine on the show, and then during our birthday session, we are allowed to drink whatever we want. And usually, that's okay, another beverage or or liquor or something of our choice. And what Sean has elected was something that was convenient, which I appreciate going into age thirty-five. I yes, I did, <laughs> I did, I did buy a bottle of wine, but I was like, oh, that's so lame. And then I was like, maybe I think I might have some whiskey down the line. But I thought three straight whiskeys was a little bit too much for me and i'd feel bad tomorrow mm, because i am 35 <laughs> yes listen it's tough, you can't tough go wrong with that much whiskey, whiskey. <laughs> so it's i think like an old I george thorogood song one whiskey one whiskey and one whiskey <laughs> whiskey you know what if, it's my favorite if, cover well i ain't seen matt, my... <laughs> matt or tim if one of you don't do a bourbon scotch and beer for one of the recordings for your birthdays i'm going to be very upset with you guys you're going okay. to be very upset with us, and I, I will be very upset with myself as well. Uh, <laughs> Surprised you haven't done that yet. I mean, the joke is that it's going to be one bourbon, one scotch, and one beer for each episode. Mm. Oh, my God. Oh, that's the joke? I want to remind Rich that's that the point joke? of that song was that his lo- his life was in such a bad, bad shape, and he was so deep in the gutter that the only thing that would save him emotionally was one bourbon, one scotch, and one beer. He got thrown out of his apartment complex earlier in that yeah. song and his friend oh, sleep with him. so his that song should be shambles <laughs> yeah oh so that's Correct. me i should be drinking the bourbon scotch and beer god oh, you're yeah. at home would your roommates get <laughs> kick you out of your home that you own? <laughs> no Rich, what but... are you drinking tonight are you drinking a bourbon a scotch and a beer no i am drinking uh uh Look jersey bad. peach wine 
Uh, and I, hey guys, I'm a professional wine drinker. I have an aerator, and it's a T-Rex head, and it goes rawr, Ooh, rawr, and it, pours and it goes rawr. It goes, it goes blah as it pours all the um the wine out. It's good. I had this. Uh, this is a leftover Thanksgiving wine, and so I'm still drinking it now, and it's really good. It tastes like peach. Mm-hmm. Is the aerator nice. bringing out the peach notes? Um, I feel like it's equally as peachy because it's been it's been an opened bottle for two weeks, so it's aerated enough, even without the aerator. I think noted, but it does. But you didn't aerate it with a with a dinosaur before. And now you no, have aerated and the dinosaur. and now I'm aerating it with a T Rex head. Gotcha, Rar. Hell yeah, Tim. What are you drinking tonight? Um, after wandering around the the wine and spirit store for like 15 minutes and being massively indecisive uh, i looked at the stuff the that front was desk and, they, and said can you please tell me where the exit is <laughs> i've lost the exit i don't know where it is i'm lost it's a giant glass it. double doors that open by themselves what um now i stumbled across this bottle uh, that they'd like it's not in any of the sections it's just like here's a stand of different things here's another stand of different things it was called educated guess a Sonoma Coast Pinot Noir from 2021. And I thought it was funny because the number of times this week I've said, I don't know, but if I made an educated guess, dot, 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 <laughs> um, is too many. Uh, but I, I just thought it was, uh, ironic's not the right word, but yeah, yeah ironic. Uh, it's, it's, it's a coinky dink, I think is the. Yeah, a coinky dink. What a coinky dink. What a It is. Meh. It could be that I just opened it and the aerator is not helping it enough and it needs to breathe some more. But if it, mm-hmm. it, like Pinot Noirs are normally a little lighter on the flavor profile or physical, like the, the body, the mouthfeel. Uh, but this mm-hmm. is like almost a water consistency, which is very odd. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and the, none of the flavors that. Why it's tasting like that, though. I have no idea. And then, like, it also describes, like, fruit flavors, and I'm getting none of them. So it's just, like, a a very plain middle-of-the-road Pinot Noir, and then also my mouth feels like I'm drinking water, and my brain goes... So there's a number of factors. If you had to take a... um, What's the word? Like a guesstimate? (laughs) Or a... Or a... I don't know. A hypothesis? A a, a well-informed shot in the dark. Mm-hmm. I told what the the reason is it's tasting like this. What would it be? Yeah, cheap, cheap. Yeah, <laughs> uh, cheap wine, I, cheap flavor. Got it. I'm drinking Bellevue Winery's Merry Christmas Red. Get a load of this. It's Father Christmas. It's right here on the damn bottle. Because it's uh, the Christmas episode. Hey. Yeah, close to hey. it. Close to it. Uh, the heir who thinks Santa Claus comes down through the chimney. He really enters through the heart. That was a quote on the back by Mrs. Paul M. L., famous uh, purveyor of frozen fish products. Uh, this is a delicious celebratory brand, blend of red grape varieties that combine to form a smooth, easy drinking wine for sipping by the fire. S- share it with your friends and family and may the spirit of the season enter your hearts. Cheers and Merry Christmas. It is a nice deep red. I've actually, we've had this bottle for quite some time and I don't know why I haven't opened it, frankly, uh, but <laughs> now we have. It's really good. Uh, it's a nice deep dark red, and I am a fan. Now, nice. We've got questions. Brose questions at gmail.com. Of course, if you out there in listener land want your question answered on the air, we did receive, I believe, two listener questions. Uh, mm-hmm. if I if I recall correctly. Would you guys like to start with the listener question this session? Sure. Sure. Let's yeah, start right. with that. Please. All right. I will open it up. Um here we go. First question, subject line. Fan question uh, with an exclamation point. Uh, hey, bros, what is the sexiest kind of soup? Love, Matt's brother. This is from, of course, we have the Alex Nickelback of bananas on board of directors. Mm-hmm. Yes, the sexiest kind of soup. I guess Alex heard that one. I was like, dude, I can double. I can, I can outdo that question. I can, I can outdo. So from Alex Casnell of Alex Casnell on the board of directors, what is the sexiest kind of soup? Sexiest. Okay. Um, so it's going to have to be a gazpacho of some sort because you're going to want to pour it on your body to be sexy, and those are cold. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be pouring mm-hmm. hot soup on your body and burning yourself, mm-hmm. so you're going to want to have some sort of gazpacho so that it's cold and you can still pour it on you. 
because that's mm-hmm. what I think when I think about food and sexy is putting it all over you. You know, you know, I I had the same initial thought. I was like, it should probably be a cold soup. <laughs> that's unfortunate. Because well, no, because the I was word like, gazpacho is all put it to me. Like, it's not sexy. like gazpacho, of course. It's not sexy to be to put hot soup in your mouth and be like. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, you let it cool down, obviously. <laughs> yeah, but, but you pour but, gazpacho and you're like, cool. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You, you make a soup and like in 25 minutes. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be so sexy with this. No, you eat it it's when called, it's, it's cold. Foreplay, Rich. <laughs> Don't you yeah, guys the foreplay is for blowing on it. <laughs> Anyone? Anyone? I didn't so hear you. All I heard was Richie say "blowing on it," and I was like, "Yeah." I said, don't that, you guys that. also do foreplay for twenty-five minutes? Anyone? <laughs> yeah. Uh, of course. Uh, sometimes uh, you got to put in the work. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about me. Work. No. Sometimes you pay two tolls to get there. Uh, <laughs> I, so Rich and Sean have both gone with gazpacho, which is oh like, no no I'm not I'm not going with, uh, with I understand with the gazpacho. I'm not going with gazpacho. I'm not, I'm You're just not, okay. I'm trying to I, I'm trying to think because the most romantic soup is homemade chicken noodle. When somebody brings it over because mm. you're sick, that's a meat yeah, waiting yeah. to happen. Yeah, but I'm yeah, yeah. Well, romantic I'm isn't sexy. Yeah. I I will also that's be 100 awesome. honest. I've I've never actually had gazpacho. I just know it's a cold soup. Yes, that's all I know about it. Mm. Yes, that's correct. The the problem is that soup is an inherently not sexy dish food. Um, because normally if you're having soup, it is when you are a cold and you're trying to bundle up, which I guess mm-hmm. can be sexy in its own way, but also it's when you're sick, you're going for soup when you're sick and you're not inherently not feeling particularly sexy at that point. So if you're going to go with, you know what, you know what you're going to go with sexiest soup, Italian wedding. Oh yeah. It's light. <laughs> it's light. It's Italian. A little bit of a romance, uh, a romantic cultural swing in there. Uh, you know, it's got some some heft to it with the meatballs, but it's not too heavy for you. And boy, it's, it, that's a formal thing. You want to get talk about sexy. Like if you're having a nice dinner where you're expecting to have uh, some some relations at the end of the evening, start it off with some wedding soup. Relations, relations. relations. Yes. Mm. Relations. So I'm going with wedding soup. That's my that's my mm. pick. And also, because to Sean's point, if you want to you want to inject some romance in there, it does take a little bit of work to get the the wedding soup just mm-hmm. right. A, a, I mean, you, ha- it has, you have to be getting married. Like you mm-hmm. only have wedding soup when at a wedding. So that's called the get him to propose to you or get her to propose to you soup. That's what you do. Exactly. Like, yeah, the marry me soup. Hmm. Tim, what's the sexiest soup? I don't. I have no idea because I'm sitting here. And it's like all of the soups I can think of, it's like French onion, fucking delicious, going to give you onion breath. New England clam chowder, you're going to smell like fish. Uh, uh, I was trying to think if anything had oysters in it because oysters are an aphrodisiac. I'd be like, I'm just that's hot. Like the, the, I'm, just, I, I'm stuck on like the the, the gin, like stereotypical chowder mouth Bostonian trying to like put the moves mm-hmm. on with a gigantic tub of clam chowder. Well, I was also thinking it's like, oh, warm, warm, cuddly clam chowder, but it's like you're eating clam chowder, but all you're wearing is a hat and a scarf, and it's like hot. But mm. also, your breath is gonna smell weird and not uh, ideal yeah. for yeah, yeah, relations. Relations. Um, and I'm then I was full, like, all right, I'm what, full of what, what cream what? now. <laughs> Gross. Um, and then I was thinking of like tomato soup and grilled cheese is like comfy and warm and and it's like yeah but that's red i feel like that's not ideal no um and then i was thinking of the soup martha made yesterday which is essentially a stuffed pepper soup uh which was fucking amazing but at the same time red and then (laughs) now like also chunky and it's like nope (laughs) Uh, so I I don't have an answer. I like my women like I like my soup. Chunky, thick, chunky and red. <laughs> I, I would just I, go with thick with a spoon that's accurate. Them. I I love me. It's good me on the spoon. It is it is, oh. it is hard to figure out which one is the sexiest. I, I was going to ask afterwards what is the least sexiest, and Tim said the two that I was thinking are the least sexiest. French onion. I think it's French. I think and it's French onion. Chowder. No, no, man. You guys are all wrong. French onion is the sexiest soup well, because of how visceral ouch. it is. 
It is like it's so it's animalistic. There's no way like you're doing work if you're eating a French onion soup and it has those sexy cheese pulls sometimes. Well, get out. Dude, the here. cheese pull is hot I, as hell, but also I mean, like your voice is. I I don't want to smell onions. I know. I'm not, listen. You, sometimes you gotta you gotta make do with what you got. I'm saying. It's it's a sexy fucking soup. It's it is it's a <laughs> raw cheese pull soup. is a con- is a compelling <laughs> argument. Yeah, would, I, it's that's not, it's I not was... for me, but it would it is a compelling argument to be like because that's why they put the cheese pull in all those commercials for like pizza and you know whatever it is whatever else it is like for a restaurant. You're nothing, like, oh my god! Oh yeah! Nothing. Yeah. nothing Look yeah. at how far this cheese goes. Nothing makes a sandwich sexier than seeing a cheese pull on that sandwich. So, like slightly cooled down fondue is the answer for, for that reason. It's a cheese soup Ooh. essentially. It's cheese soup. Mm, cheese. Matt hates it already by principle, but yeah, that is a, that's the uh, the uh, the divorce me soup for me. It's the opposite. Com- complete tangent. I've recently had a conversation with uh, the guys in my acapella group, and also at work. Neither neither conversation started by me. Uh, and talking about like weird things that people don't like, and uh, they all started this conversation. And they're like, "Who the fuck doesn't like melted cheese? It is the best thing in the world." And I was like, "I've got a friend for you." Heathens, <laughs> all of them. Immediately, I under love the bus. adding. I love adding unnecessary calories that are also gross and and texturally un, un unappealing. That's my favorite thing to do. Not that Wild. I'm bitter or anything. As yeah. I've said. Would make my life a lot easier if I just liked it, but I don't. Any other yeah, thoughts? Just on the like me with coffee soup? and eggs. Mm-hmm. It would make these a lot easier. Any other thoughts on the sexiest soup? And the least sexy soup is chowder, clam chowder. Yeah. To, to answer Rich's question, it's, it's I love I love chowder, so, but I I can so see much cream chowder. just yeah. that just is gonna make you feel bad. Yeah, disagree. Yeah. And not like and a bunch of seafood and also almost by design not choice seafood because if it was mm. choice seafood you wouldn't be putting it in chowder <laughs> you, that, that's your main course if it is all right who else has a question so thank you to listener alex casnell of alex casnell and the board of directors uh the new ab parachute is out it's oh, out nice you get it. i think you can if you, if you can't get it by now you'll be able to get it by uh by the time it comes out by the time this episode drops bandcamp.com Search for Alex Gaz and all the board of directors. Who has a question? I do. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Do you guys think that, or does it seem to you, anecdotally, that drivers are worse recently? Like, n- yes. not just just in general? Because So I got into an accident a couple weeks ago at this point. Oh, and it wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't serious or anything. But I was taking Jacob to school, and I was stopped at the stop sign, and somebody was making a left onto the street where I was stopped, and just turned so tightly and hit me. Like, I was fully, like, I was just, it was, it was, when I was talking to my insurance agent, she was like, did you, like, honk or anything? And I was like, honestly, it was such a bizarre thing that by the time I, like, computed what was happening i was like i think she's gonna hit me and then and then she did mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was just like i didn't have time to be like whoa 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 because i was just like what is going on it was so it was like so surreal i was just like this is the mm-hmm. worst driving move i've ever seen in real life but i've noticed like just in general like i'm almost getting into accidents more often than i used to like people are making weird decisions the other day somebody uh I was making a right turn onto a two-way street and somebody turned into the into like the oncoming traffic lane for no reason. And I was like, and I was going to go because I was like, oh, that person is going the opposite way. So even if they turn onto the street, they're going around me. But no, that was not the case. They were trying to go through me. Unreal. I just, mm-hmm. I, I think, I don't know if there's, it's, if the pandemic had anything to do with it because people just got out of practice. But like it's been two years. Yeah, it's, now. Been, it's been like a year and a half now. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I would your I would agree. period is over. I yeah. would agree, but but also at the same time, there are people like me that still have not gone back into an office for work. Sean, you don't you you work mm-hmm. from home still. Like that's true. There are still a lot of people out there that don't drive as often as they used to. It's not an excuse because mm. you, 
uh, it just means you were a bad driver back then. Like, yeah. um, but I, I totally agree that people are getting just generally worse at driving. I, um, I, I had somebody friggin pull into a one way road while I was trying to turn out onto King's highway, right down the street from my house, trying to turn onto King's highway. Somebody pulls up onto that one, one way road. And it's just, I'm just, I'm like, what are you doing? And they don't pull out to go all the way across. They pull into the one-way road to turn into the abandoned Wawa parking lot to turn on to King's Highway because they needed to turn around and they, they passed their, their exit. And like, they almost hit me doing this. And they're like, sorry, sorry. I'm like, what are you sorry about? You <laughs> came into a one-way road. Like, I, I would what say are you that saying? would be why they're sorry. <laughs> Like, well, no, but like, like, you're, you're, sounds like a thing to be sorry for. I'd be like, oh, I did a dumb. I well, no, my like, it, it was their sorry was more of a like, thank you, like, thank you for waving me. I'm just like, there's no thank you. You did a fucking dumb. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you did a dumb. Yeah. Like, it's my favorite way to put it when someone's just being a complete <laughs> fucking idiot. Like, you done did a dumb. You did a dumb. Yeah. I, and there was, there was at least one other instance where like somebody like waved me thank you and i was just like i'm not letting you go i like you were just being stupid mm. like yeah I, if if i didn't like I, there's a lot of situations where i'm like there'll be like thank you and i'm like sir or madam if i didn't or etc if if i didn't let you go you would have hit me exactly like, <laughs> like it's not Pardon me. yeah it's not I, i'm not i've definitely don't, responded don't to the thank me. you wave and i've just been like and just yeah. flip on the double birds. It's like, no, you. I, th- why are you thanking me? You were going to kill me. Yeah. And it's like, I even, I experienced a pretty bad car accident a few, like two months ago. Uh, I think at this point, maybe September, October. I was I experienced driving. you were, you were near the accident. You were not part of the accident. Yes. I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't part of the accident. I, according Gus to the police fine. report, Rich was <laughs> not present at the accident. <laughs> okay, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but Rich the, and does person, not require the SWAT to be called on. Uh, hey, it was one of the other times I called the cops because I pulled off to the side of the road to call it in and be like, hey, I just witnessed a pretty bad accident. Um, we only need one person to call. I I don't think anybody else called. Um, the the car is pulling onto one thirty, and the one thirty is a three lane road. And as they're coming out of the out of like the town area, pulling onto one thirty, they are like direct across all three lanes onto one thirty, and have to back up and then correct themselves to turn on. Uh, they're then weaving in and out of two lanes, the lane I'm in and the lane in the middle. And I keep trying to pass them because uh, like they're driving kind of slow. But once I see them weaving, I'm like, nope, I'm stepping back. Uh, and they rammed a um, an old people bus going about 60 miles an hour. Uh, the, the old people bus was stopped at a red light. The, An the old the, people the, bus. The, it, you the know access, what it is, like the those, access link. Yeah, those ones, the access link buses. Uh, luckily, there was no one in the bus except for the driver, and the driver was fine. But like the truck itself that hit the bus, swear lifted five feet off the ground, and like this person wasn't paying attention, was swerving all over. It was not even noons, but I think they might have been drunk. I don't know. It's just like, how are you this bad at driving? Like, you had an open road. What are you doing? People are just, they're bad drivers anymore. If I was going to say, are people just worse drivers? Um, Probably, yeah. I mean, some of it's observation bias. Like, I think what I notice is, like, it's all in one day. And, like, I don't know if it's just because, like, I have one, I see one bad driver, and then now I'm suddenly attuned to all the other bad drivers. Mm -hmm. But it does seem like, the first one happens like somebody, you know, cuts a cuts a cuts me off or or takes a turn real tight, and I'm like, oh god, what an asshole! 
and then like somebody else will just like make a crazy move in a parking lot. I'm like, oh my god, they're everybody's just a maniac today. Like I, I don't <laughs> know if I'm more attuned to it after I see the first person. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seen uh, two times in the last two months uh, somebody back into somebody else at the Wegman's parking lot, even though I can hear <laughs> the other person like laying their horn on, like please for the love of God, don't hit me, and they're going da, 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 and they go and just drill right into them anyway. Where so did that, you come uh, from? Yeah, because I can I can definitely I know what the picture is going on in that other person's car where either they're not paying attention or they're going back like oh somebody should do something about that horn and, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 fixed it that guy uh yeah so it, it's definitely some some element of distracted driving but i think there's just an element of lack of shame now where it's just like i'm just going for it like there's a general societal breakdown over the last three to five years where it's just like i'm i'm just gonna go for it like yeah this is a crazy like i'm crossing over four lanes of traffic but like whatever like somebody will stop for me right someone else is going to be the defensive driver uh so i you know, in at the risk of painting this with an extremely broad brush it's society man we've all <laughs> lost our sense of shame it and started with now we're, ta- we're taking it out on the roads yeah i i i i, don't know, I feel like it has a lot to do with like people don't have patience anymore and everyone's in such a degree. rush Doctors have plenty of patience. Well, it's because of the bad drivers. That's why. (laughs) Um, Waka waka. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, like everyone's just such in such in a rush to get nowhere. Or I'm pretty sure they're trying to get somewhere. They're where they're going is probably not that important. Is what I'm meaning. Mm -hmm. Like. Most times they're just rushing to get home or rushing to get to the store and to get back or this like I need to be home in time for this or need to be home in time of that. But like, especially with streaming culture and things like that, you don't need to be home in time for anything because you can just DVR it and you can record it or you can this or that, whatever. Or if you're really running that late Powerball numbers, man, (laughs) 659 p.m. on ABC every night. Exactly. Um, Pennsylvania lottery. I. I think I think I think I told this story while I was while we were recording where I got out of my car and yelled at someone for honking at me because I had nowhere to go. Yeah. And they were trying to rush me to get onto five lanes of traffic of nonstop cars. They wanted me to get into an accident because they they wanted they wanted me to go. And I'm like there's no opening. And I was also having a bad day that day and so I got out of my car and yelled at them and then they tried to act the victim. Which they kind of were, but still. <laughs> okay. Richie I, had the, a bad day the and only yelled reason. at someone else. <laughs> and he only thought that because I got out of my car and started <laughs> shouting. That was a good self-awareness. I, I can like, Rich, I'm saying this because I absolutely had that like fantasy in my head when like somebody honks behind me where I like get out, slam the door, and be like, what do you expect me to do? But like, I was just like, I, eventually I'm like, all right, I can't do that. I got to keep driving. But that, that you, just, you acted that, out everybody's fantasy. That was that was that was I I that was my road rage. I had a road rage, and um, mm-hmm. I'm not proud of it. But I'm also not not proud of it. Got it. Because the sounds person like had, you're pretty proud of it. I'm not. I'm not like super this is, this proud. is the I'm second just, time you brought it up. <laughs> it's it's part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't yeah. gloat about it all the time. Like yeah. I had a road rage. Everyone. <laughs> yeah, that has nothing to do with bad drivers. Why do you have that gigantic that Simpsons road rage sign location. behind you in the in the video camera? Yeah. yeah. Tim, are people just bad drivers now? Uh, I think I think you you were uh, hit a good point about like you're just more attuned to it, so it all seems to happen at once. Um. I don't know if ever if if everyone has gotten that much worse. I do know that like traffic around me has just gotten so much worse over the last month, which I it's not like any oh, major oh, oh. roads You're are under pressure at Christmas time, baby. Well, no, even before Christmas, just like the daily commute is just suddenly like twice as bad. My eighteen commute, my eight consistently seventeen slash eighteen minute commute is suddenly half an hour every day. And it's like, it's Monday. Today's supposed to be the light day where no one's going to work. What the yeah. fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so weird. But also, 
yeah, I definitely see a bunch of dumb drivers, mainly because the mall is up the street. So like, just people are mm-hmm. fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. But uh, a lot of it's been like people not getting into the lane they need to be in and then waiting until they're at the light to be like, oh, I need to be in the turn, the left turn lane. Yeah, well, the left turn lane doesn't have a green light and the other lanes do. And you are now stopping in an entire lane of traffic. Just fucking is, go. My favorite is the guy on the highway who's like trying to get on like the guy who's like parked like hood like an inch away from the median where the highway is on the one side and the the off ramp is on the other like very clearly trying to get over i'm like i've been you suck <laughs> suck you're just gonna have to eat it and go bro at a complete stop like that's the other thing is like i i get the inclination to be like i've got to do everything i can to reverse course right now sometimes you just got to take the l when you're driving like you missed <laughs> yeah. your turn you missed your exit <laughs> and like it's not worth doing like a circus move like you're gonna be in like twisted metal back in the day to try and get off mm-hmm. the, just Go to the next exit, bro. Like, unless you're on the PA turnpike and you're 30 miles to the next exit, just get off the next one. Yep. Figure it out. <laughs> like, it's yeah. fine. It's, you have a live. GPS in your pocket. Yeah. You're fine. It's okay. I'm sorry you missed yeah. your turn, but I look, I, I haven't driven these roads. I guarantee you there's another. I can tell you with certainty there's another <laughs> road you can turn on. Not too um, far from here. Just take yeah, the L. Yeah, but I've, I've definitely, I think people not having nearly as much shame and I think it's a combination of that and for whatever reason, a ton of people are like, oh, I'm an excellent driver. And it's like, bitch, you've had more accidents in the last year than I've had in my entire driving career. Yeah. The fuck are you talking about? Well, that they weren't my fault. And it's like, if you had one or two that weren't your fault, maybe. But <laughs> seven? <laughs> At some point, this is your fault. <laughs> If you have Whether seven the insurance one year, company you got shouldn't her. be on the road, period. Somebody, right. you know, the, the, the authorities should have stepped in by now and been like, look, <laughs> we don't care if this was seven. Well, they hit me. You also ran a red light. It wasn't yeah. red. Are you colorblind? Are you <laughs> worse than me? There's smoke, there's fire. Like, you're, you're guilty by association. Like, boy, it just seems to keep happening to you. Well, let's just take you off the road. It's the, it's the, <laughs> it's the one part of the Donald Trump, we got to figure out what the hell's going on here uh, movement that I would agree with. Like, we got to get you <laughs> off the road until we can figure out what the hell is going on here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Somebody um, doesn't want you around. <laughs> yeah. But, Matt but Kasner pers- is calling for the immediate ban of Carol. From the roads, <laughs> but until the, we the can one you're out, the one the one thing I see have been seeing more often, and it's like already my pet peeve when it comes to driving. So the fact that I've been seeing it more often pisses me off to high hell. Is like when people are being unnecessarily nice in traffic and actually oh, cause Samaritan? more oh. problems. Oh my god! It's like I I'm it. at a stop. Cool. I'm at a stop sign. They have the right of way, and they're like, "Come on!" It's like, "No, motherfucker." You have like seven cars behind mm. you. Just go. And then by the time they finally go, oh. it's like, well, now I can't go because you held traffic up and like, fuck you. You don't know better than all of these lights and signals. Just <laughs> fucking go. Don't be nice to me. Yeah. I've got the opposite thing with the Good Samaritans out on the road is like the, the Venn diagram of the people who let me in at a turn and the people who are last in line of all the cars that flew past me is a circle. It's the same people. The only it's people all, who ever let me into a turn is the same. Almost After always. let 947 cars pass me, and the last one's like, you can go through. I'm like, ah, oh, thanks, Gandhi. I appreciate it. Like, it's, <laughs> or it's like one of the last, it's always like one of the last three, and it's like, dude, mm-hmm. just fucking go, because I see yeah. the guy behind you already trying to creep around you. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, because he's- yeah, Like, he's, I have a stop sign. Just go. Yeah, just I, do, do what you're supposed to. I don't need a good Samaritan. I just need somebody who follows the damn rules. That that yeah. was happening when, uh, fucking when I went to go get my wine and dinner, like mm-hmm. the the wine ch- the the wine and spirits place is right next mm-hmm. to Chick Fil A. Yeah. There's a stop sign so that the Chick Fil A uh, drive through doesn't run into p- people. So it's like I'm at the stop sign, and the guy coming out of the drive through is just like, "Oh no, go ahead." And I was like, "There are two people laying on the horn behind you. Why <laughs> are you doing this? Please <laughs> stop." All right. Uh, we've been talking about traffic for 20 minutes. Does anyone have any closing <laughs> thoughts on, on this? Yeah, people suck. GTA 6 needs to come out now. Wow. Yeah, finally, does somebody have an outlet for their bad driving? All right. <laughs> yeah. I have a question. I'm sorry. Does somebody have a final? Is something else? Mm-mm. No. All right. Because I got a question. All right. Here we go. I'm going to give you guys a hypothetical scenario. And I want to let you want you guys to let me know how you'd react in this scenario. Uh, you walk into a meeting for work. You have a seat. 
uh, your boss comes in, starts recapping how things have gone in the last week or so uh, with performance, and he wants to get you guys, uh, he or she wants to get you guys, uh, you know, motivated uh, to, to work better as a team. And what he, what he or she does in order to motivate you is to let you know that, is to give you an example. And as an example, he or she presents to you the hijackers on 9-11 and says, because of their communication and because of their coordination and because of how organized they were, say what you will about what they did. <laughs> but that was a well-organized, well-orchestrated plan. And that's what I want for this organization. What do you do? Quit. And the reason, the reason I bring this up is because of a headline that I got pushed to my phone yesterday. Bill's coach, Sean McDermott, apologizes for 9-11 remarks in 2019 team meeting. Uh, an emotional Buffalo Bills coach, Sean McDermott, acknowledged regret on Thursday for crediting the 9-11 hijackers for their combination for the coordination during a team meeting four years ago. Dude, you could have gone with SEAL Team 6 and had the same fucking conversation and not been a fucking idiot. <laughs> the article by Tyler Dunn cites McDermott as referencing uh, I, the, the juxtaposition of these two graphs is... That kills me. The article cites McDermott as referencing, quote, the hijackers as a group of people who are able to get on the same page to orchestrate attacks to perfection, unquote. The very next sentence, nearly 3,000 people were killed on September 11, 2001. <laughs> when hijackers crashed into the World Trade Center, the Pentagon, in a field in Pennsylvania, it was the deadliest terrorist attack on U.S. soil. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I think we're aware. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. So, so what, what I'm <sighs> what I'm hearing is uh, Matt that box of Alanos that you bought when they were being sold are probably devalued now because uh, the no one cares about the bills because of that. So, oh, I on the contrary, everyone cares about the bills this week. What I would say <laughs> is that Josh's Jacks. Uh, Josh Jacks. What I realized that was when I bought a box of Josh's Jacks three years ago is that I was actually financing terrorist actions. I didn't know that. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> tisk, tisk, I'm tisk. I'm sorry. Uh, just one of the funniest things I've ever read. <laughs> Apologizes for 9-11 remarks from four years ago. Uh, yeah. What do you do? Your, guy, your boss comes in and says, yo, I want you guys to be more like Al-Qaeda. Uh, <laughs> Al-Qaeda, 2001 Al-Qaeda. Yeah, 2000, uh, circa 2001. <laughs> you know that... Go for it, Rich. You know that SpongeBob meme where he's just like, nope, I'm out. And he just mm -hmm. stands up and walks out. That's... Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's just... That'd be me. <laughs> there was apparently a player, a veteran player who livened because he was... Because McDermott kept doubling down on it, apparently. This is all reportedly. Uh, but apparently mm -hmm. McDermott kept doubling down. It was like, what, what, what communication... Uh, strategies do you think they employed? And then at some point, they were like, what uh, hurdles do you think they encountered? And a veteran player eventually chimed in and was like, TSA? <laughs> and <laughs> got everybody to like li liven up a little bit. And uh, yeah. It's a good so, answer. Apparently. Good answer, good crazy. answer. Is it on the board? Yeah, yeah. Ding, ding. Yeah, good answer. Good answer. Pong! Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It would be one of the situations where I'd sit uncomfortably and just, you know, nod my head and just basically stop reacting for a few minutes and then bring it up after again, because I'm just so nervous. I wouldn't be right up after me until somebody comes by my desk and goes like, do you hear that? You compared us to nine 11. Anyway, I don't really much. I cannot believe that that happened. One of the funniest things I've ever read. Absolutely. Bananas. Yeah. If if my current I, I'm lucky that my current team and structure is like literally four people. Uh and none of them are in the office except for me and my boss. Uh and I've made a quick enough connection with my boss and like a good enough connection that um one, he he's like inviting me to meetings that I don't belong in just so I can get FaceTime with more important people. And I was like why? And he's like, because I think this is going to be great for you. And I was like, I'm only a contract employee. He's like, for now. It's like, mm. oh, thank you. No. But also, <laughs> if he said something like that, I literally would just be like, Kip, what the actual fuck was that? <laughs> like, we've had some yeah. conversations along those slides. Um, he, he's such a nice guy, but he's very much like doesn't necessarily think about what he says and is very not PC sometimes. Yeah. Um, talking talking about one of our customer service people, I was like, "Oh yeah, the, 
this girl is blah blah, and he's like, I don't, I don't know that name. Which is, is she the scary one? I was like, the scary one. Oh, I was like, what? what? I don't think anyone in customer service is scary, but um, she she is the 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 trans one. He's like, yeah, that's what I meant. I was like, what? I was like, Kip. I was like, Kip, you cannot say that. He's like, ah. I'm like, I'm so glad there's no one in this half of the building right now. Yeah, but Jesus Christ, Kip. Kip, be careful with that. Yeah, be careful with that. Kip Kip Varian. He's got a really cool first name, and I can never remember what the fuck it all is. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm lucky enough that I could easily just be like, "What the actual fuck, kid? Don't do yeah, that. You can't, you can't do that. You can't you can't cite the line. It's it's the the old the tweet that makes the rounds every so often when something like this happens, where it's like correcting the previous statement I made about the terrorist group ISIS. You do not under any circumstances gotta hand it to them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Uh, Sean, any thoughts on? Your boss and or Sean McDermott citing the uh, terrorists of 9-11 as, as an aspirational group of people for organizational and communication purposes? No, I think uh, I can't imagine a situation in which I, I think I would do nothing, to be honest. I would just be so slack-jawed, yeah. incredulous. Like, I would just be like, and then and then I would have to confirm with someone afterwards that that's what had just happened. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he say what yeah. I think he said? It's the kind of Did thing just... that you say when you're already out of ideas and you're just like, I have to think of a new way mm-hmm. to get my guys motivated and think of new examples. And it's the other, it's also the kind of idea that you very clearly haven't vetted with anyone else. Like you didn't yeah. go to one of your assistant coaches and be like, yo, I'm thinking about comparing us to Al Qaeda. Is that a good idea? <laughs> what, yeah. what could possibly go wrong? Yeah. What do you what do you think, Bill? And Bill's just like, oh, I, I wouldn't do that, coach. And, and that's yeah. the end of it. That's the end of the conversation. But maybe, yeah. not, maybe, maybe don't. Maybe. Maybe don't. How about anyone else? How about like you Stim said, yeah, SEAL literally team six. Anyone you want to go with SEAL Team Six? Go with SEAL Team Six. Uh the Jamaica right. Bobsled team, let's go. We great communication. <laughs> they're 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 those are athletes. There's also, the also athletes. Just go with them. The ride. Yeah. Um, all right. Who's next? Sean and I went, so it's Tim and Rich. One of you. One of you guys is. What, what would you consider your quintessential Christmas time or holiday season song? Like what song? Like it's not Christmas until you hear this song. I, think, I forget if it's the overture or just the intro song from okay it's one of two and it's from the same album slash special it is either the intro song or christmas time is here from charlie brown christmas oh yeah christmas time is here is a good pick yeah specifically the oh god i'm god it's a it's a famous christmas song and i'm blanking on what it is now it's like dun 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 Oh, Christmas tree. It's oh, Christmas tree. Um, but the Vince Guardi. I was going to say, the, the start of that sounded like a One Piece intro. And I was like, what are we doing? Yeah, you know, I tell It's either Oh, Christmas tree or Christmas time is here from the Charlie Brown Christmas special. That puts me in the mood every year. Rich, Sean. It's the Muppets. Anything from the Muppets uh, Christmas Carol? Mm. Any of any of those songs? Marley and Marley. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, that that's just <laughs> such a it's a, such a good for me, kind of the quintessential Christmas movie. Good movie. Mm-hmm. Sean, want to know a terrible secret? No. <laughs> 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 no, no, I don't. I don't want to know. Don't tell me. Tim, Tim, we just went over at the beginning of the show before we started recording how he's finally doing better. His medication is making him feel good. And you just want to tear him down. Secret? Yeah, okay, you can tell me. It's not a, a terrible... Did I say terrible secret? All right, it's yes. Fine. There's a deleted scene with Gonzo um, wearing I've never seen face. It. I've never seen that movie. <laughs> oh... 
Okay, thank God. <laughs> okay. Like hot take. I secretly, it's the worst fucking movie. I hate you. No. We can't be friends anymore. I no, quit. Not even that. Just like something terrible about like they they like tortured animals while making the movie or something. Aww, <laughs> like we're like I'm I so sorry. That's where your mind went immediately. Like, and I, I was like, no, could I not watch this movie anymore without <laughs> you? Can't yeah. cancel my movie. Oh, I need this. <laughs> I need the Muppets so bad. When Michael King was saying bah humbug, they had to present him a picture of an immigrant family just to get him in character. (laughs) Wow. Bah humbug. That's the only way you could feel like a real school. It's a good Uh, answer. Good answer. Uh, Rich? (laughs) Yeah, Rich. Oh, man. Uh, It used to be a heat miser and freeze miser for me. Um... And I was going to go with the joke and say that it's Dominic the Donkey, but I've actually never honestly heard that song before, still. So, it's the Italian Christmas Donkey. I've no. never heard it before. It was uh, a garbage so, song, so that's fine. So it would, it, would have, it would probably still have to be Heat Miser and Freeze Miser, even though I don't really watch the Christmas specials anymore or listen to Christmas music. Um, that would always bring me into the Christmas spirit. Uh yeah, because my tradition for wrapping Christmas gifts is watching uh, everyone's most hated Christmas movie, Polar Express. Oh, um, Alice loves that movie. Who I love Alice. Polar She's Express. my favorite. She stands. Uh, I uh, people apparently a lot of people. I do feel like it was not particularly movie. well received when it first came. God, it's like 15, 20 years ago at this point, right? Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah. I think it. At I think least, it was. I think it was the, my senior year. I think it was at the time uncanny. Because that was like yeah. the, it was like the best like CGI that we had, but mm-hmm. now it's now it's bad. So it doesn't it doesn't you know like it lost that weirdness. It just is not yeah. as good as stuff is now. So so I think you give it the like the appreciation that it deserves as a movie now. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like playing like Tekken today. Yeah, like Tekken, like the first one, and like back in the day, like oh my god, this is incredible. And now it's like, what. The- is this i mean yeah. tekken tag was pretty bad does the original i'm talking og tekken we have virtual <laughs> fighter virtual fighter mm-hmm. like that oh, there you go virtual fighter <laughs> that was 19 years ago. oh my god this is incredible it's the same thing with polar express you're like oh my god at the time this is incredible and now it's been 17 18 years and you're like yeah i think i have that yeah. for sega <laughs> quality game tim quality uh, game. what six what christmas song puts you in the mood and test real quick if you could put very quietly, uh, a bed of Dominic the donkey underneath Tim's answer. Uh, no matter what he says, I would really appreciate it. Tess, Tess, we've we've been DMCA'd once. Don't do that. I, think I don't know if that's public it's domain. Dominic the Don- it might I'm, be. I'm sure it's still public domain. It's got to be. It might be. <sighs> such a, it's just hey, such a bad jig. fucking song. Dominic the donkey. Jiggity jig. Fuck off. Fuck off. It's all. Um, um, so mine is, uh, for the longest time, it was just drummer boy. Um, I don't know why I just love it. And then I heard the, um, the Bing Crosby and Bowie, um, peace on earth, uh, mashup with drummer boy, which is phenomenal. And then the Jason Siegel and Jack black cover of it is also fantastic. Uh, so so it's either those or if I'm listening to WMMR, uh, was it Father Christmas or oh, is yeah. it Father Christmas? Or, give us some money. Give us some money. And then there's that other one where it's like uh, they call this Christmas where I'm from. I can't remember what that song's actually called, but it's I like the, the dog is fucking my teddy bear and all. Yeah. Uh, it's Christmas where I'm from. Exactly. Uh, those are like the three songs, and like, uh, yeah, it's the Dropkick Murphys. They call yeah. this Christmas where I'm from, or the Seasons Upon Us. Mm. Seasons Upon Us, it's that time of year. Da, da, da. I'm on oh, the I got. Oh my God, I have to arrange that for acapella next year. That's gonna be great. <laughs> oh, I, Tim, you know what you need to do for your acapella? No. Um. You need to do uh, the Christmas song from the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. False. It's great. Yeah. 
That's great. <laughs> it, Christmas special. Kevin Bacon sings it, man. It's great. Yeah. I, no. <laughs> it's 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 fine. I don't need any degrees of Kevin Bacon in my acapella group. I'm pretty sure there's already 17 degrees of Kevin Bacon in your acapella group. 17? 17? That's way too yeah. many degrees. That breaks the whole yeah. premise of the fucking <laughs> thought process. I know. Yeah. You've ruined it. Uh, but it's funny is because I have one degree of separation between me and, and someone in that movie. Um, there are two scenes in that Raccoon? movie that someone... No, no, it's <laughs> it's an actor was outside your it's, apartment before they plucked him and uh, put him in the movie. <laughs> no, it's it's a uh, it's someone who is like it's a background character. They don't have any lines, but they're in two separate scenes, um, uh, and they're in the back room uh, in the background. And uh, they were I went to Drexel with them, and they were also in my acapella group in, at Drexel. So nice. Uh, when, when they posted it, I was like, oh, shit, no way. And I went back and watched it again. I was like, He's, there he is. Look at him. He You're looks Marvel great. Hmm. Yeah. Any of the songs put you guys in the mood for Christmas? Instantly puts you in the mood. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa. The Bruce Springsteen oh, one. Any version. That was a good one. Uh, oh, come all you faithful. That's a good one. It's a classic. Uh, it's a, yeah. We're going to classic, like you know, hymnal kind of thing. Like that's that's the one, like more spiritual Christmas song. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. This is this yeah. is the one. If if we're going that route, I really like Oh Holy Night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just because of that, like fall on oh, your knees. knees. <laughs> Somebody yeah. somebody tweeted, "Oh, holy night is Christianity's defying gravity." <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> Ooh I like guy. that a lot. Defying gravity. That's funny. <laughs> defying gravity, the torch song of wicked. Uh, <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's pretty good. <laughs> now I've got that uh, stuck in my head. All right, Rich Sweeten, take us home. Yes. Um, hmm. what is something that you've done recently that you thought while doing it, why am I doing this? It doesn't need to be done. This is welcome. Dumb. And it to made the you award winning. <laughs> <laughs> and and there it made is. you, it made you laugh at the fact that you were doing it. Um, for me, it's, uh, so I've been playing Baldur's Gate. I started playing it a little bit in September and then really picked it up uh, at, the, uh, at the beginning of November. Um, when I played it in September, I was playing it with my uh, friend from Louisiana. And as we were creating your characters, this game gets relatively in-depth with character design to where you can uh, generally uh, decide whether or not your character has a wiener or not. Um, and so <laughs> as, I'm, as I'm creating my gnome monk, I'm giggling. Because I'm looking at my no monk's wiener, and they they asked me, "What are you laughing at? What's so funny?" I'm like, "Look at his little wiener." <laughs> Cut to November. Here's where it gets into it. Cut to November. I'm playing the other playthrough on stream and Twitch. Um, apparently, you can have video game wieners on there, just as long as it's not about the video game wieners. But I don't want to get in trouble or anything like this, so I click the button. To say no wieners, no genitalia, no sex scenes. Um, and I make a dragonborn character. And after that first stream, I just get 100% curious. What the fuck does a dragon wiener look like? <laughs> There's a whole corner of the internet for you, Rich. <laughs> yeah. Or at least, what does it look like according to Larian Studios? So the next day, I was so curious that this was during work. I'm sitting at work and I'm like, I just got to figure this out. And I click in, I go to the character creator, I click off the button to, to, to be allowed to, like, I click click it to show genitalia, and I I look and see what Larian Studios makes as a dragon wiener. And it was just a blue wiener. That's all. It was nothing special. <laughs> and I don't know what I was expecting, but I was honestly a little let down. But at, at, when I was done that, I was like, why the fuck did I do this? This is so dumb. Why was I that interested? 
But did it, did anyone else have on their bingo card their brose bingo card Richie uh, outing himself as a furry, but only for dragons? It's a scaly. Quick. That's a scaly. I didn't even fucking point. know that, Rich. It's a right, real thing. Furry. It's a scaly. It's a scaly. I'm so it's sorry. A That's a real Get thing. Get your shit talk. correct. <laughs> Rich, so about 20 minutes ago, I, I asked the question, you know, what would you do if your boss brought up 9-11 in a work meeting and, and used it as a blatant attempt to shoehorn it? Did you know dragon dicks are blue? Now, now, the reason I, I say that is that I blatantly use that as an opportunity to shoehorn in the Sean McDermott 9-11 story. I want to ask, the question that you asked was, have you ever found yourself doing something that you just eventually sat back and thought, why am I doing this? Was this a blatant attempt just to bring up the dragon wiener story? A hundred percent. Got it. hundred percent. But, but also, but. But oh, I mean, I could, I could open the curtains a, a little you, bit more. You worked backwards. This is what I did. I got the push. I worked backwards. No, I was like, don't right, open I'm, the curtains. People you're, outside you're, aren't supposed to see that. I mean, I could. It was blue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could, I could open the curtains a little bit more as to why I'm asking this question because I do have another question. Um, uh, it's not on this line, but the question uh, is: Should be green, dragon green. <laughs> Save it for the next episode. Look, be like, remember the reason, those blue dicks? Yeah, the reason it was blue was because my dragon is a blue dragon. If it was a red dragon, it'd be a red dick. Okay? Uh, Have you confirmed um, that? Maybe it won't be. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it's Maybe, gold. I mean, the thing is, the tip wasn't purple. That's all I know. It was uh, blue. It's way too much information. <laughs> And also, that was the worst stab at my colorblindness, apropos of fucking nothing. I wasn't, Tim, that wasn't a stab at your colorblindness. That was a stab Don't at Kim like Kardashian. Me, you son of a bitch. That was a stab at Kim Kardashian and Ray J. Okay. That was when their sex thing came out. One of the girls, one of the women, the women on The View was like, the tip is purple. <laughs> <laughs> You don't this remember that? Giving me a brain no, shake. I don't watch The View, and I need <laughs> to go out and be like, I gotta like the, find this Ray J video. That was one Who of the, the fuck the, is Ray J? That was one of like the biggest Ray J is the only part of that. this that I that I have frame of reference for. <laughs> this is so insane. <laughs> Fully ridiculous conversation. <laughs> Welcome to Brose, the oh. supposed to be comedy podcast. Off the wow, fucking Jesus rails. Christ. I'm sorry we didn't laugh at your dragon dick story, right? Oh my god. <laughs> supposed it's to dragon be a dicks all the way podcast. down. This is preposterous. Okay. To answer your so, question, Rich. Um, I don't even know how to answer this question. No, so to answer your question, I have ADHD. And so often I will try to be doing a task and mid task get distracted by another task. Mm-hmm. And that will go on for many tasks till I am so far removed from the first task that I don't remember what it was anymore. But I know mm-hmm. I was doing something when I started this whole, all these shenanigans. And so sometimes, sometimes I can only in those moments laugh because I'm like, that's never getting done, I guess. Until yeah. two weeks later when I'm like, finally, it has returned to me. Yeah, that, that, that is the answer to your question. Yeah, that's, it's a, that's, a, that's a great answer. And I just have to look to the bed to my right uh, because this office slash guest room uh, is how we've utilized this room. And it's like, that's an electronics project that I forgot to finish, that I fully disassembled and then just didn't resolder anything or put in the repaired replacement part. That's a pile of paperwork I need to sort in either file or throw the fuck out. Uh, curtains that I need to put up with the curtain rod that I need to put up. Carpet that I still haven't put down after three months of it leaning across <laughs> against the thing. All the pictures I haven't put on the wall. This entire room is just shit I have forgotten to do. <laughs> and it's like, ah, I'll get to it eventually. No, I won't. <laughs> this will be here when we leave. <laughs> it's usually working around a mess. Is when I feel that, like, especially the, the the recent move, there's still like piles of stuff strewn uh, intermittently around the house. I'm just like weaving around, like, okay, well, I got in order to get to the fridge, I got the fridge in the spare room. I got to do X, Y, and Z, and I just, I found myself like craning around like a broken down dining room table or something. I'm just like, come on, man, I should just be able to get a beer. I should just be able to do this, and it, but here I am. I'm I'm doing jumping jacks trying to get. My, my Sam Adams lager and no, oh, can't do it. So yeah, I've definitely, yeah. Uh, or you're just like, 
all of it piled up together. Yeah, definitely. Oh, you know what? You know what it is? I, um, so we have a spot in our backyard where we're going to put a pool in, in, uh, in the spring. And right now we've got the spot that we want to have it done because it's already got sand on it, covered in tarp. And, but tarp, yeah, it's rain on it when it rains a lot. And so when it's done raining after like a day or so, I'll go out in the backyard and I'll take the bricks that I've got laid out on the tarp off of it and I'll pull the tarp in the backyard and get rid of the water so it doesn't, you know, attract mosquitoes or something like that. And I got to run around the yard, dry it off, and I got to pull it back onto the sand. And then I stack each of the eight bricks around the outside of the tarp, make sure it stays down again. And at some point I stop and I'm like, why? What are we doing here? Like, is this a 29-step process to get water off of a tarp? Yeah, that uh, that I occasionally run into. Like, why, why are we doing this? What's going on here? Bricks. By the way, do you know how cheap bricks are? Are they, are bricks they are not like, inexpensive? It's like 60 cents for a brick. Oh. You just want to bri- you just want go like a brick? I should go Dude, just invest in some bricks. Market inefficiency. Bricks. <laughs> Like just one brick, like not even like the bulk pricing for bricks. Like, and I didn't go like to Home just Depot. The individual like, brick. Yeah, I just wanted eight bricks. I wanted to buy eight bricks from Home Depot so I could hold this tarp down. And it was like, yeah, here's, here's eight bricks. It's like you know a nickel. I was like, Sweet, I've bought thanks, screws man. more expensive than that. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Screws are you buy ten screws. It's that's the other thing about the home repair stuff that I've noticed is like you buy ten screws and it's like eight dollars, and you buy a hundred thousand screws and it's eight dollars and ten cents. Uh, like it's mm-hmm. just the, the marginal difference is not there, but like, yeah, the, the bricks are, are super cheap. Like it, it's a very minimal amount. It's like, Oh, I'm going, I'm, I'm here to buy a hammer. It's like, would you like 15 bricks for free just for buying a hammer today? It's yeah. Go have some fun. Well, I didn't, but now I do. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm, I'll find you for 15 bricks. Thank you very much. So anyway, any other, uh, things that you guys have found yourself doing and you just be like oh my god why am i doing this and you start but, laughing because of the absurdity of the situation nah no 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 good 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 because that's everybody we've all asked questions this episode we did it we did it we got we it. it we got a listener question too that's why this episode is two hours and 95 minutes long. 95 could have been three hours and 35 minutes. I could have just said that. The Rose Podcast is available on all major podcasting platforms. Thank you, Tim, for dancing along to my song. You're welcome. Uh, and if you want to follow us on social media, you can do so at Rose underscore podcast on Twitter, at Rose Podcast on Facebook, or on Rose underscore podcast on Instagram. Twitter. I call it Twitter. Who calls it Twitter anymore? It's called Artist Twitter. So stupid. If you have a question you want us to answer on the air, email at thebrosequestions at gmail.com. The brosequestions at gmail.com. Huge thanks as always to Mary O'Brien for compiling our listener questions, to Tess Riley for editing our show, to Shannon Vogel for designing our world famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at the Vogel Art Shop on Facebook or at her storefront on Etsy.com. And our theme music is the song When by Steven Siebert, and you listen to Steven's work at the Free Music Archive. It's time for Handles and Plugs. Rich, we'll start with you. Uh, check me out uh, on X at B underscore Walnuts, and you can watch me stream video games Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday on twitch.tv slash B underscore Walnuts, as well as um, PodQuest, the weekly nerdy talk show, where two weeks ago we just had our big PAX Unplugged episode. You should check that out and listen to it. Sean O'Brien, what about you? Uh, you can find me on X at Hey It's Sob, and you can find me throwing frisbees at Ob Disc Golf everywhere. Tim Hansen, you can find me on Twitter at Tim R Hansen. <laughs> I fucking refuse. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah oh captain probably my trying captain. To... <laughs> oh captain my captain i'm going down with this ship um i don't want to give elon musk any any credit for anything so no um yeah i don't know you can find me on on twitter at tim r hansen probably trying to win some sort of tech or disagreeing with rich or laughing at matt's jokes or 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 just scrolling forever and ever mm. and ever mm. and ever and ever and ever into the endless void you oh wait that's tiktok me. never mind 
on X and not TikTok. It ain't happening at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. And of course, I'm going to vote this spot to promoting Alex Casnell and the board of directors new EP parachute. I made a mistake. The EP parachute is not out today. It's out tomorrow from when we're recording this. By the time you hear it, it will have been out for a while. It comes out on December 9th. It's the parachute EP. You can pre-order the digital album for all of $4. You can pre-order the record or the vinyl for $15 and check this out guys. You can buy their whole digital discography. That's both EPs and both singles. For $9.75 if you just want to get it on digital. That's a bunch of music for $9.75, my friends. So, Alex Casnell on the board of directors. You can find them on bandcamp.com. Just search for Alex Casnell on the board of directors. And if you live in the Midwest uh, or near Cincinnati or or any corresponding states, uh, they might be playing a show near you. So, check them out at Alex Casnell on the board of directors page on bandcamp.com. They also have a new shirt design. They do. They do. You going to get it? Of course I'm going to get it. Although I realize that the first shirt design only comes in black now, so my colorway is like unique and it's like, oh, I'm, it's vintage now. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah, you got you got a first edition. Yeah, first yeah, edition. So. Yeah, you can get a Punk Pop for Grown-ups t-shirt for from Alex Casnell and the board of directors for $12. It's a nice blue shirt. It's got all three members of the band on it. It's yeah, very cool. Great color. Yeah, very solid color. That, that, that not quite navy blue. It was like a, mm-hmm. like a, it's like teal-ish. Yeah, j- teal adjacent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's cool. It's a cool shirt. Get it. All right. Say goodbye to the gentle listeners, everybody. Bye. Bye. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Moves team. Mm-hmm. My name is Matt Casnell, <laughs> reminding you all to be smart about being stupid. I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) Stop looking at dragon dicks. Mm